Football's right around the corner. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Man, Mike James sets NBA Twitter on fire, Ben Simmons' rumors are still swirling around, and Dennis Rodman's Vegas story is getting immortalized in a featured film. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. I have the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living? My name is... I think I just got another notification that Ben Simmons wants to get traded, but I got that <laughs> notification like nine times already like within the straight. past week. So... John, how you living? Doing great. I shot Ben Simmons' field goal percentage this weekend. Two for 20. (laughs) That's an improvement. (laughs) That's right. Anyway, Dennis Rodman. His wild 48 hours in Las Vegas. The story that he told on The Last Dance is going to be a featured film. What do you guys think of this? John, what do you think? I think it's awesome. I will be one of the first people to stay up at midnight to turn it on and watch it. Oh. I think it's it's great. I don't. I think there's just the the story of him leaving in the middle of the finals to go to Vegas is incredible. And don't get me wrong, I love Vegas, but I don't think I would jeopardize a a chance at a three P with one of the greatest dynasties ever just so that I can go to Vegas and hang out with Elvis, an Elvis impersonator, and do whatever they do in Vegas. I'll keep it PG here, but... I don't do drugs, though. I I think it's going to (laughs) be... I think it'll be pretty awesome. I think it's pretty fun, and uh, look forward to it. I mean, we all know that it wasn't very PG, his experience there, because he also brought along Carmen Electra. JJ, correct. what do you think of this? Okay, first of all, we're talking about Vegas. How can you go wrong with a Vegas story even though you're not supposed to talk about Vegas after you leave Vegas? Because we all know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right? <laughs> right? And you have Dennis Rodman, like one of the most polarizing figures during the 90s. Like, I don't think kids these days know how different he was compared to every other NBA player during that era. Like this dude wore like a dress, like a wedding dress, yeah. had wore makeup, neon green hair, and he just didn't care. Holla, holla. And how how about this? Like we watched the last dance last summer, and we all wanted more. Now you could get another perspective coming from the man, the myth, the legend, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I mean the worm. 
like helping with this movie. I mean, we're gonna get Carmen Electra's like perspective like on this too. Like, I have so many questions. Like, who are, who's playing these people? Like, who's playing Dennis Rodman? Bruh. Like, I want to know. And like JJ was saying, like kids don't know what like how weird Dennis Rodman was. Like that type of celebrity. You see, you see basketball players with tattoos all the time now. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that back then. The colored hair. The colored hair alone was weird. And then he shows up in like a dress. What? And then he starts dating like all these supermodels. And then he does this. Dennis Rodman like, was weird before weird was a thing. <laughs> Absolutely true. And I'm I'm really excited for this movie. I think it's going to be super duper interesting. I, I wonder what kind of angles. I wonder if it's going to be like sort of a comedy or serious Who's gonna play Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan storms to the room and like to grab Dennis Rodman to bring him back to to practice? Like, there's so many things I'm interested in um, when it comes to this movie. Anyway, I guess we should get to something serious or rather back to NBA news. <laughs> ben, ben Simmons. Oh dear. Ben Simmons. There's a rumor that he wants out of Philly. Is anyone surprised? John, I'm gonna start like with I you. Said, I, I thought you said NBA news, not Shanghai Shark news. <laughs> There's odds. There's odds for him landing in like on Shanghai. It's like twenty to one. It's ridiculous. Am I surprised at Ben Simmons at what Ben Simmons shooting threes? Is that what you're saying? Damn, I lost track of my train of thought. Sorry. There's too much Ben Simmons There's news. There's too much man. Ben Simmons news. You can cut. But the rumor you is can, you can edit this out. Go ahead. Go again, my bad. <laughs> but the rumor is that Ben Simmons wants to land in quote one of the or in one of the three California teams. John, what do you think of this? He's he's going to where you're currently residing. Cowtown, baby. Sacktown. <laughs> Sacramento. You can edit that out. I don't want people to know that you're in Sacramento. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I, what? what do I think of Ben Simmons requesting a trade to one of the three California teams? I mean, who, who wouldn't want to be in California, right? I, I just don't know if the, he has any pull. Well, first of all, the Lakers can't trade for him. They don't have, have any assets. They already traded for Westbrook. The Warriors are probably the most likely given that they have the most assets to trade for him they have the draft picks and they have other valuable pieces players with con with contracts and the dollars to match up the kings i don't know why he would want to go to the kings but i guess it's a california team but they do have De'Aaron fox they still have buddy healed which i'm assuming they're going to keep now and they have uh, halliburton so I think that would be a solid team. I just don't know. Sacramento is probably the least favorite destination when it comes to California. So, yeah. again, anybody, it's easy to request something like that in, in terms of it actually happening. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the Clippers too. Did you not mention the Clippers? Well, that's the thing. 
I think he got it wrong, right? Because there's four California teams. <laughs> you Maybe he needs to go back to school or something. But he's, he's, he's leaving out one California team. Got it. So I wonder who is leaving out, right? JJ, who do you think? I think it's pretty obvious which team he's leaving out. It's the, as uh, our, our, our boy would say, Shaq, the Sacramento Queens. <laughs> no one wants to go there. I mean, as an NBA yeah. star, he probably doesn't want to go there just because they're not going to be competitive in the star-studded West. But what I did want to say is, you know, <laughs> when these, this news came out that Ben Simmons had three California teams in mind, I was thinking, like, who is he to say where he could go and not go? But then I thought again that this is the NBA and I guess NBA stars could pick where they want to be traded to True. and it does happen all the time within the past few years like stars could actually try their best to get traded to a team that they really want to be traded to and his contract doesn't seem like really that appealing no but we've seen it happen all the time like no one thought that Chris Paul would get traded yeah. no one thought Russell Westbrook would get traded so if those two had a chance with those contracts, I'm assuming Ben Simmons has the possibility of getting traded. Yeah, I don't know what the possibility of Ben Simmons going to even like two of the four California teams. Like there's only one like realistic team that he would go to and that's the Warriors because they have all the assets. They have the, mo the, the money to move around. I don't see Ben Simmons buying into the kings yes sir. right like why would he want to go there that'd be pretty miserable probably i got a follow-up question am i am i wrong no that's no you're right you're right that's spot on i do have a follow-up question for you guys being warrior fans hypothetically speaking if he does get traded to the warriors would you want draymond to be included in that trade just because of the the similarities in their games and it would be rep it would be repetitive a lot of analysts say is if they were on the same team and they would clash do you think that is a valid argument or do you think well of course you probably want to keep Draymond if you have a chance so he's an asset at the very least but in terms of just the style of the play do you think that Draymond should go to Philly JJ what do you think I think you need to keep Draymond at all costs because he's the alpha on the team. Actually, both of you said this the last pod, which is Clay and Steph aren't really alphas, but Draymond is straight up the alpha. And I know that some people will say that the styles will clash and we need more shooting on the court, or the Warriors, I should say, need more shooting. But don't forget that the Warriors actually had... Um, Saza and Bogut with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. So yeah. if they play like a small death lineup where you had Ben Simmons and Draymond, I think that would be really cool, especially when they could switch on defense. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Like, I think if you could keep Draymond, you keep him because he is literally the heart and soul of the team is the one that could kind of bring everyone together and hold everyone accountable. 
like, if we've seen, like, I've never seen Steph Curry get mad, and I saw that last year, and it was when Draymond was hurt and wasn't on the court, and Steph had to step into that role, and I feel like people don't respond to Steph the same way that they respond to Draymond, because he gives that, like, alpha fear, you know? So I think if you could keep Draymond, you just keep him just for the sake of keeping the the team together. And JJ is absolutely right. Like, I don't think it would hurt uh, the chemistry of the team, the basketball, like the X's and O's. Because Steve Kerr will figure it out. And if you have Steph and Clay spreading the floor out, you could still do a whole lot. Like, Steph doesn't have to dribble a ball again with Ben Simmons on the court. Like, you could just have Draymond, Clay. And Steph, like, setting screens off ball, a lot of split action. It would be a lot of fun to watch, man. A lot of fun. Good points. But anyway, moving on to our next topic. Mike James set NBA Twitter on fire with this debate. He basically said that Kyrie Irving is more skilled than Steph Curry. Steph just shoots. I'm going to kick it to JJ here. What do you think of what Mike James said? JJ, don't... Uh, what? Don't... <laughs> don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. You have, you, have a fa- you, have a, you have a family. Remember that, okay? I have a family, man. I'll be careful. I don't want to get canceled. But what team does Mike James play for? Uh, that's, <laughs> the Nets, right? That's a great question. Yeah. He, he plays for the Nets, so... He, uh, of course, he's going to write on Kyrie. What? I mean, don't get it twisted. I think, and we've discussed this too, that Kyrie does have the best handles. But what does what do you constitute as skills? Because I think shooting long-range shots is skillful. I think finishing near the rim is skillful at a high percentage. Kyrie, the way he does it, it's more stylistically pleasing to the eye compared to Seth. Agreed. Like he's known how to spin the ball off backboard at crazy angles where, you know, the typical point guard, just the old school finger roll, right? So he, po- he popularized, quote unquote, having English, right? That's the, that's the term that they could say. Yeah. Put some English on it. So in terms of like, I guess style, I guess people could quote it as more skillful, but no, 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 no. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's not more skillful. <laughs> like, if we're going to argue, like, with statistics, Steph dominates almost every single category in terms of what I think is skill, which you guys could break down. True. What is skill? Well, s- skill to me is... It's not having to rely on your athleticism. I think being able to doing things on the court that require you that don't require your speed or don't you don't have to rely on your speed your size your strength things that you are naturally born with right yeah and to me that's kind of what defines skill so for me don't get me wrong i think kyrie is one of the most skilled guys in the nba regardless of what i think about him and his flat earth theories Fruit. or his <laughs> his Kyrie 8 shoes that were made by a kid in a Creole <laughs> that were sketched on a, with a crayons 
<laughs> I still think he's one of the most skilled guys in the NBA. His his ball handling. And JJ, you made a good point earlier that when we we're having a side discussion that Kyrie is very flashy. A lot of the moves that he makes don't seem necessary. Maybe half the moves he makes. They're very flashy. They're and Steph what he's shown when he dribbles the ball, he has handles. He can but he he moves with a purpose. And he, it feels so much more precise when he does move. For me, Kyrie is a better ball handler in terms of skill, but I would probably give Steph the nod in every other skillful category where it's whether it's shooting, passing, his ability to move off the ball, which I think he's one of the best. Yes, sir. Mm. Kyrie is mm-hmm. Kyrie needs the ball in his hands mostly to be effective if you notice. That's that's probably my biggest factor is that Steph can move without the ball. He will tire out defenders and come off screens and get off shots super quick. I don't know if Kyrie's he could probably do that, but he probably doesn't do it at the level Steph does, not even close. So for me, again, you made a good point. Mike James is on a, is a net. He's not going to slight Kyrie. <laughs> And so, but I, I mean, so I don't, t- I take it with a grain of salt. I don't put much stock into it, but you, you guys, I'm not even a warrior fan, but uh, I'll take Steph any day when it t- comes to skills, um, you know, with the rock in his hand or with the rock, not in his hands either. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to 100% agree with John. He nailed it on the head when he said that Steph Curry is literally like legendary, elite status when it comes to moving without the ball that's where Ky- that's where Kyrie isn't even close holla, holla. I don't think I've ever really seen Kyrie move around screens and shoot at the rate that Steph Curry does if you want to compare handles Steph isn't bad Steph could take people off the dribble he does it all the time he did it all last year and won the scoring title he won the score- scoring title doing it basically by himself Bruh. so and one other thing, one other thing too. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Is that no, do it. He's. You have to remember that when he does dribble, Steph gets his shot off quicker than any, probably anybody I've ever seen, and that is incredibly difficult for anybody that knows to play basketball to dribble like the way he does, and then to do a step back or, you know, do a step back or or whatever he does, and then shoot the ball as quick as he does is extremely difficult. That takes. A tremendous amount of skill and I don't know if people really understand that especially not Mike James clearly yeah I want to say the only <laughs> thing that Kyrie in my opinion has the edge over Steph is literally you could give Kyrie the ball isolation situation he's gonna win that almost every single time like Kyrie could cross up literally any defender i don't think i've ever seen him really lose a matchup like that or get locked up steph sometimes he'll get locked up and that's okay but steph is still also elite one-on-one but maybe not quite the level that Kyrie. Kyrie has a lot of bags and his like tricks in his bag so i'll agree there but everything else everything else like steph steph is above way way above i think definitely Moving on to our next topic, the NBA is changing one of the rules here. The rule is, is that they aren't going to call basically leaning into defenders to draw fouls. 
Do you guys like this rule change? JJ. Yes, I love it. The United States players during the Olympics complained because they weren't getting the calls. They're fishing for fouls. Right. And I, I always feel that the NBA should kind of reflect on how you play pickup. So like, if I go on the court, I'm not going to fish for fouls. I'm going to try my best to get and once or not even and once just to make the shot even if the person is fouling me yeah i mean it's it's trickery at its best and the smart players use it to their advantage that's james harden True. that's Steph. that's kd that's that's even um luca trey everyone luca trey yeah everybody does that but i think just for the sake of the game and people want to see basketball and oh. we don't want to see people at the free throw line to be frank that's why they took out the deandre jordan rule yeah. or the deandre jordan strategy yeah. or hack a shack yeah agree john i'm just glad we won't have to see james harden shoot 25 free throws a game anymore <laughs> because i know that i know that everybody does it but i always feel that james harden gets the call every single time more than every time more than anybody i've ever seen and so it's again you guys are right i agree with jj and you you as well june that there's that's not a foul on the defensive player if they're jumping straight and a player jumps into you how is that a foul i just don't it's crazy to me yes it's contact but the offensive player is initiating it i don't understand why it took so long this has been going on for a decade. I, I mean, even when Kobe, that era, back in like early 2000s, 2005, 2008, 2010, they were doing it then. And it, I don't know why it took so long, but I'm glad it's finally being implemented. So, Do you think the people's averages for points will go drastically down now? I think so. Like, which players do you think their point their average point totals of the season or their you know yeah would go down so i think it'll initially there'll be a drop off but i think these players are good enough that they'll adjust where they'll they'll eventually learn to adapt and not do it anymore and because they obviously don't want a wasted possession they don't want a turnover right so i think they'll adapt eventually but i think you'll see a drop off initially maybe for I don't know how long it'll take. Maybe a couple months. Maybe the entire season. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I wish James Harden was still, you know, in Houston playing yeah. by himself. Because I would I would bet you that his drop-off would be amazing. Like, it would be pretty drastic. Um, just because it, it would ruin the game of flow for him. You know, because I feel like he relies on getting fouled a lot. Now that he's on the Nets, he doesn't necessarily have to do that anymore. So I don't think we'd see a drop-off. But off the top of don't my worry. head, maybe Luka? Kyrie won't play it this year. <laughs> true. That's also true. They extended Kyrie's but... PTO to, from three weeks to five weeks in 2022. <laughs> Hate it. For me, I'm just excited that the rule is changing so that we get better pace on, on these games. Because I remember, like, as the game started to slow down in the last two minutes, I remember playoff games. What It was like Clippers and somebody else, the last minute literally took. Like, there were so many reviews, too. It took, like, 
I want to say like 30 minutes, something ridiculous. You guys remember Bruh. that game? We need to speed the game up. And I think this is exactly the way we should do it, is not giving these sort of fouls that are like true to basketball. So I think they're headed in the right direction. But our last topic is going to be a dub or dud. Apparently, Michael Jordan has used underwear that is going up for auction starting at $500. And I want to know if you guys give this a dub or a dud, the person selling the underwear. I'm going to I'm going to toss it to JJ first. Dud. <laughs> do, I, do I even have to go into it? Why? Wait, did you say dub or dud? Dud. Okay. D D D. No, sure. absolutely. Buying used underwear that probably has stains from whatever, whatever area. No, like I don't care if it's, I don't care whose underwear where it is. You're not buying. You should not buy used underwear. Not, not even the goat, huh? Not even the goat. I don't even know what the ending auction price will be, but I'm sure someone's gonna. What? I'm just gonna say it's one dollar over. One dollar too much. <laughs> John, look. Do you, give this a, do you give this a dub or a dud? Look, I know that Michael Jordan was. There was a time where he was doing Hanes commercials, but this is taking it way too far, man. <laughs> like, the, and it, I'll be honest, it doesn't really surprise me. I've seen some of the craziest things go for sale, but what? First of all, how did this person get a used pair of Michael Jordan's underwear? Is that. Am I the only one who thinks that's a little strange? Maybe it's his ex wife? No, I. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, that is the one question I had. Like, who who saw <laughs> Michael Jordan's underwear, used underwear, Scotty on Pippen. the floor? <laughs> Scotty Pippen, not only Rodman. selling, not only selling <laughs> alcohol, not only selling uh, rum, but selling Michael Jordan's underwear on his eBay account. He got, he got his popcorn, his rum, and Michael Jordan's underwear. The perfect combination. <laughs> Buy two, get one for buy two, get one for free. This I think we're digressing. Yeah, that's it. That's a dud for the clinic. That's all a, NBA that's, podcast. That's a dud for me. If if uh, anybody had any 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 confusion about where I stood. Oh my goodness, <laughs> the dud for me as well. That is all for this episode. <laughs> I w- I want to give a shout out to JJ JJ. Thank you for being on, man. No more Ben Simmons news until he actually gets traded, please. Agreed, and we're all waiting. John, thanks for being on. No more Michael Jordan underwear news. Forever, please. (laughs) 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 And shout out to our video producer, RJ. I'm Rosa Panta. This is The Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.